ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Turning to health now, and the results are in from the world's largest study into the side effects of COVID vaccines. The study involved almost 100 million people from eight countries. Dr Norman Swan hosts the Health Report on RN and also co-hosts What's That Rash with Tegan Taylor. Uh, Norman Swan, welcome. Hi, Sally. What are the main messages from this study? What can we learn? The main messages are, first of all, that you can you can monitor for side effects of these vaccines, that um, but you've got to go to vast numbers of people because the these vaccines are tested in randomised trials. People think that this these vaccines were rushed. Actually, they they weren't rushed. Um, the the reason the randomised trials of these vac- vaccines, and we're talking about uh, the Pfizer vaccine, Moderna. Astra vaccine um, actually were go through the randomised trials quite quickly. Is that it, it was remarkably easy to recruit for these uh, because we're in the middle of a pandemic, and because there was so much infection around, not only were they able to recruit large numbers very quickly, if they're they were able to determine quite quickly whether or not um, they worked. Now, what was probably foreshortened was just the period afterwards to see if there were safety signals. And of co- and they did do that. But some safety signals, and it happens with any drug or medication, um, are never are not picked up by randomised trials because the numbers are too small. Because if you've got a rare side effect, let's say that it's something that's one in a million, um, there's no randomised trial that goes to a million participants. So you have to monitor, and it's not often done, uh, drugs, vaccines for years afterwards to see whether or not there are rare side effects. So this is what this has done is that it, uh, it has actually accumulated, as you said in the lead, uh, data from 99 million people from eight countries. We're talking Canada, New Zealand, Scotland, Australia, Finland, Denmark, I think I've caught most of them there. Um, so we were able to really have high quality data on, on the side effects. In the big picture, what does it tell us about the safety of these vaccines? Well, the, the, some were not surprises. If you if people cast their minds back um, to the early days of the Astra vaccine, one of the things that dogged the Astra vaccine was the clotting problem that it that it had, and this confirmed that clotting problem with the Astra vaccine, um, with a particularly serious side effect, which was a, a thrombosis in a vein complex in the in the brain and it showed that that occurred with the Astra, Astra vaccine. What, what, what interests people more now that we are dominated by the mRNA vaccines is to what side effects that they, they got with the mRNA vaccines. Now, I'll just run through them quickly because people are interested in this. There's a condition called Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is a, 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 a short, not relative, short-lived, but it's, it's serious, but self usually self-limiting paralysis that you can get um, sometimes following a viral infection, sometimes following a vaccine. Guillain-Barre in this study uh, was relatively rare, but really only showing up with the Astra vaccine, not with the mRNA vaccines. There was a uh, a, a signal about Bell's palsy where you get the facial nerve paralysis and that was with mRNA vaccines, but that did not reach the, st- the statistical significance that they were looking for to be absolutely confident in it as a side effect. Um, they showed, um, that, and we know about myocarditis and pericarditis, the inflammation of the heart uh, that occurs. 
and the um, and, and and really what what it's. It's hard to let me. The, the statistics are complicated. That's why I'm bumbling around here. But let's just get down to one side effect that people haven't heard of before, that did show up as a signal from the Moderna vaccine, not Pfizer. And this is something called acute disseminated encephalomyelitis. So it's an inflammation of the brain, which is usually only seen in, mainly seen in children. In this case, uh, it was seen in adults. Um, mostly, and it, it, let us just get the risk of this. Uh, it, first of all, it's mostly self-limiting. It does settle with time in most people. There were seven events of this condition compared to what they would have expected to be two. So that's seven, and that's in 10 million doses and one million people per person years of follow-up. So these are not common problems, but they were getting a signal that this this problem did exist. So it's not something to set you you know, in huge amounts of fear because of it, but they are picking. You know, this was one thing that they were picking up and something that they would research further. So out of the 99 million participants, how many suffered serious side effects? That really wasn't measured in this. This study was designed to pick up side effects that that were significant in terms of where they more where they rising above the background instance of these of these side effects. So plenty of people get side effects from vaccines. They get sore arms. They get other things. They also get symptoms that occur after they've had the vaccine, which may or may not have had something to do with the vaccine. And that was the key thing with this study: is could you could you say that there was likely to be cause and effect here? And that was an increased rate compared to what you would have expected. And that's what this study was designed to show rather than how many people suffered effects. We know how many people suffered um, in, uh, the, the acute disseminated encephalomyelitis. It was seven people out of uh, 10 million people who received the, the 10 million doses of the uh, Moderna vaccine. Norman, thank you very much. You're welcome. That's Dr. Norman Swan there, host of The Health Report on RN and also co-host of What's That Rash? Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.